0: You're listening to We Are the Watchers of Movies. My name is Lauren.
1: I am Samantha.
0: And tonight we're talking about the Red Sea Diving Resort. For some reason I have like the hardest time saying that. I was
1: calling it the Red Sea Diving Club in my head a lot. (laughs) Not the title. It's a Netflix original, I believe. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep, it's with Chris uh, Evans and uh, Ben Kingsley. Yeah, Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear, yep. And... Um Michael Huseman? I
1: know what you're thinking. Yeah. When do the Israeli actors come in? <laughs> oh since it's spoiler a alert.
0: Israeli massage. aren't any. Yeah, big fucking spoiler there. Oh uh, my god. I
1: uh, I have plenty to say about this movie. So
0: out of curiosity I did look up to see what Israeli people look like. Like Oh yes,
1: I have to do that <laughs> as well sometimes. <laughs> Which is
0: did you type into Google what do Israeli <laughs> people look like? <laughs> I, just, I mean, I was curious. I like, I was like, you know, I mean, so I, I was wondering if they were like darker, like because I know like Iranian people can look like they're white people. Mm-hmm. So I was I was wondering is like does Chris Evans look like he could be Israeli?
1: I thought he he could. Sorry, you continue, and then yeah, I'm I will, done. I'm done. That, that's all you were gonna say. Yeah, was I am so passionate. I felt like I. Stepped on your. (laughs) You're fine. I think that the casting director and the director thought, well, Israeli people are close to Caucasian looking, so we can get away with this. And they may have gotten away with it if maybe they'd cast Chris Evans for the star power and maybe given him an accent or cast the rest of the group as Israeli. With Israeli actors. Right. I think I, I would have forgiven Chris Evans being the lead if there was some cultural appreciation in the movie. Yeah, There was no Hebrew. And the, there was, like...
0: Actually, with them, there was I a few that, signs
1: so. sitting in the doctor 's office with Hebrew writing on it, but there was nobody speaking Hebrew. there was nobody with an accent. It was so American it made me angry because the movie was. was set in Israel for part of it, and yeah. then in Sudan for the rest but, in these Jerusalem. People, yeah, these yeah. people live in Israel, they are presumably Israeli they are members of the Israeli Mossad, yeah, so there is not. One Hebrew person, Israeli person, in the mix, and I thought you couldn't at least stack the deck with three people from Israel. Like, right. is Gal Gadot busy? <laughs> yeah, probably because she didn't want to be in a culturally <laughs> insensitive movie.
0: Yeah, she probably wouldn't. She'd be like, "Um, listen, I'm Israeli, and this is a little I offensive." Mean, like,
1: <laughs> Natalie Portman is Israeli.
0: Is she? I didn't yeah, know that. She
1: was born in Jerusalem, I believe. But you know, she know that speaks Scarlett Hebrew? Johansson
0: is um. I can't talk. Asha see, Jew? I did not know that. Yeah, she is. Oh,
1: that's it's, interesting.
0: Yeah, I didn't think yeah. so, but I looked it up, and I was like, oh, she is. So that's pretty cool. Someone told me that, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up, and I was like, I guess she is. <laughs> so I but, had... <clears throat> what no, were you keep, saying? No,
1: I oh. was just going to say, I, I I mean, I don't think that Natalie Portman or, or Gal Gadot would be in this movie. <laughs>
0: But, but then Chris Evans was. I mean,
1: well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I,
0: <laughs> it's like, well, I think. Okay, so I actually wanted to say. Uh, let me let me read you this. Oh yeah, really it was that way.
1: quote that you had.
0: So. One of the things, because I looked it up, you know, like I want to do, mm-hmm. and one of the things that critics were saying is that they were putting forth a white savior narrative. Oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah. That's... Could he be any more American sounding as well? Well, yeah, and that's weird. Like, Well, and so so the director said in a statement that the Ethiop- Ethiopian community, quote, were true partners in this operation, were in the true heroes of the story, unquote. Noting that it was important to him to cast actors from the Ethiopian community in the film. So I'm like, okay, so then so totally don't address at all the white savior narrative, No, Because like, he
1: knows that it's, there's nothing yeah. you can say about it. No. I a, you actually brought up something that I was going to talk about. So the actor, I've, I've never seen him before, but he plays the main Ethiopian character. His name is, the, the character's name is Kebede Bimro. Mm hmm. The actor's name is Michael Kenneth Williams. I, I don't think I've seen him in anything. Um, but He looked familiar,
0: but not enough for me to be like, oh, that guy. You know? So
1: he was in charge of collecting the Ethiopian people from the refugee camps and bringing them to the checkpoint where the Israeli agents would then take them to the boats for safety, which we'll get into later. And he barely had any screen time. I didn't yeah. know anything about his character. I didn't. I, not one thing.
0: Well, and he was the most interesting... Yes. One of the most interesting characters, too. I
1: would have loved to see more about him because he was, like, in the trenches, mm-hmm. saving people. I mean, they were all saving he people. Was but he was risking his life yeah.
0: way more than they were. And then
1: at the end of the movie, when they knew that they were about to be... Like, they had to be done because the mission was compromised, Chris Evans says, you've done enough. you got to get on this transport. And that man says... I haven't done enough. There's still thousands of people. And I thought, wow, we don't see any of his yeah. story. We don't know that he's done enough because, I don't know, all I see is him three times in the movie. And and I just think that's also a major oversight. It yeah. could have spent a little less time focusing on Chris Evans exercising.
0: <laughs> oh, my God! So was I not wrong about that, though? You... <laughs>
1: I think you sent me a funny text when you were watching it that said, "I think this movie is just to show how many times Chris Evans can do push-ups and pull-ups." And you were not wrong.
0: I know. I was like, from the beginning, they showed him working out, and then like almost every scene after that was like a scene of him working out. And I was like, why do we care? Like, we're not like. And there was very little character development, and I was super disappointed because that female Mossad agent, I loved her like i was like this chick is so badass like the first scene you see her in she like some guy tries to assault her and she like just fucking kicks his ass she like almost breaks his arm and i was like yeah and then Mm -hmm. and then she's like barely in the rest of the film
1: yeah and once again totally whitewashed no accent no
0: except for she was like german she was german Well, she
1: pretended to be german yeah but yeah,
0: I guess people can't see my quotations when I do them, <laughs> them on a podcast, but yeah. Like she was pretending to be German. Just yeah. so
1: offensive. It's so <laughs> offensive and I I don't know where their heads were.
0: Well it's like it's like tiring after a while, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you just it, it's kinda like why why can't you cast like there's not there's not like, I don't know, four or five Israeli actors out there that like could play these roles like there's no one out there there's only chris evans you know like especially like don't get me wrong i really like chris evans i think he's a fantastic actor i however (laughs) i have a problem with the race thing
1: your white savior thing brought up something else that that was really bothering me i love chris evans as captain america but i think he's too self-righteous to play any other savior I think he's always cast, or primarily cast, as this hunky, strong type. And that works for Captain America, because Captain America is not human anymore. He's been, I mean he is, but he's been altered. So he is literally invincible. Right. And so that works with how Chris Evans acts that sort of role. Right, But in any other role where he's just supposed to play a human, he is just too... He's almost too perfect.
0: Yeah, and the scenes I agree. of him
1: doing push-ups and sit-ups, I couldn't care less how stinking strong you are. I don't care.
0: Well, but it's not important. Who it's cares not. if he's buff?
1: It's it's. Like, I don't know. Do they not- want? Is this like is? It, are women nowadays? I guess people give men a very <laughs> hard time for ogling women, but I feel as if a lot of tv and a lot of movies are made for women to ogle men and it's socially acceptable and that really bothers me
0: you know i mean that's why i have that one video of that guy arm wrestling cuz yeah. i think he's hot like that's it i don't have any attachment to the dude i'm just like oh he's good looking
1: i don't have any problem with people thinking other people are hot i mean that's everybody has somebody right. they think is hot I don't like when directors are like, "Hey, ladies, you've got air in your brains, so we just want you to look at this man and watch a compelling." This movie's supposed to be thoughtful, but we know you won't pay attention. So look at these popping muscles.
0: <laughs> look at how often he works out. He's so strong. Yeah, I don't know if what I'm saying <laughs>
1: makes sense, but it really bothers me. No,
0: I totally I agree with you. It's well because it's like we're we're starting to get rid of the narrative of like women being you know objectified in film. I think we're slowly doing it. It's. A very slow process. <laughs> but, like... I
1: mean, every time a woman jokes about getting turned on at a construction site, an angel loses a wing. <laughs> but every time a man talks about a woman in a bikini, like, the world loses its mind at misogyny. And yeah, really it's a double standard. It, I
0: it mean is it. a little bit of a double standard. It's, it's, um... But... I don't know. I just thought it was so weird that they were, like, showing him working out so much. It's, like, it's just not important to the story. And then... Also, you have oh okay, and so this is uh, just speaking of uh, what was his name, Jake or whatever, um, Michelle Hughesman. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Was he
1: the one he picked up in Belize? Um, who was naked? Of the yeah,
0: morning? yeah. So, he actually
1: had an accent, and I thought it made sense because he was picked up in South America.
0: Yeah, I not he's not. Oh, he's Israeli. in Holland. I am um, from Holland, isn't that weird? I am from Holland, isn't that weird? Um, so that's like German, I can't do that.
1: Well, that's um, the gold member.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, Will Ferrell, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, it was... Um, it was
1: Mike Myers.
0: Oh, was it? Playing, yeah, Will Ferrell was... Um, he was the Russian guy.
1: Well, I don't remember his name. He's like, you shot me, right in the eye,
0: you shot me. Yeah, and then he's, like, dying in the ditch, and he's like, I'm still alive! <laughs> he's I'm very, Badly injured. But I am still alive! I <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, so I kind of don't like this actor. And, um, oh, okay, I know sh- who you're Michelle talking about. Hiesman I've seen him. I Hiesman. don't
1: know. I can't remember what I've seen
0: him in. Well, he was in The Age of Adeline, maybe that's his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was in The Haunting of Hill House, and I didn't, particularly like him in that and i've just seen him in a bunch of other things and everything i've seen him in just like there's something about this guy that really irritates me
1: i Um, thought he was i mean to take a book from the lauren playbook i thought he was more attractive in this movie than in age of adeline (laughs) like a long-haired sort of bohemian in age of adeline and i thought oh he's he's too dramatic (laughs) in this but in this movie he just kind of had like, short hair, and he just looked kind I like of... I liked his mustache. He was just nice looking, I yeah, thought.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's funny, because I was going to say that, and I'm glad that you said that. I like that because- I just
1: went in a tirade <laughs> about women, huckling <laughs> men, and I'm like, let, let, let me stop. Know. Pump the brains, let's like, we'll talk about how good looking Let's be a little <laughs> hypocritical here for a second,
0: but yeah, yeah, yes, whatever, at I least are acknowledging your <laughs> hypocriticism. <laughs> um, hypocriticism. Is, it, is that
1: right? <laughs> is that wrong? Hypocriticism. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. <laughs>
0: I like it. It's a criticism. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? English is a made-up language, as I say all the time. And <laughs> sure, I know you sure, always sure. correct me and say every language is made up, whatever. But English, in particular, feels particularly made up. <laughs> yes. It does. Yeah, because, like, when I'm, you know, at home chillaxing on a weekend, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um time. I can't think of any other made-up words. But it was funny because... It's funny that you said that because I every other movie that I've seen him in, I'm like, Ugh, this guy, whatever but then when I saw him in this I was like, Wow, he's kinda good looking in this and that's like the only film that I've ever been attracted well, to. Well I really
1: think get. I mean he <clears throat> also, just seems to so... talk a
0: lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's too. I it.
1: like he was he was used very sparingly mm-hmm. and in other movies, I've seen, he's just too over dramatic. In the other movies.
0: He's always, yeah, and also he's like kind of always super self righteous. Yes, yes, yeah. Like he's just like, like a, a
1: brooding self righteous yeah. type. Did
0: you ever see um, The Invitation? So with Logan, uh, Marshall Green, and him, and that's like the only actors. It. It's. um it's pretty good it's like a thriller a little bit Mm. and I think it's on Netflix I'm
1: interested (laughs) you might you might like
0: it it's um um but he's in that and his character is like obnoxiously self-righteous like to the point where you're just like dude stop talking like my god you know like um but it is a good it is a good movie if Mm -hmm. you ever want to watch it I think it's on Netflix
1: yeah maybe so. But so yeah, so you don't care for him so much.
0: No, <laughs> that was that was a really bad story. I did really like Sammy. though. Yes, I thought he was Sammy my was Yeah,
1: and um, he was in a movie called Mansfield Park. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know if you've ever seen it.
0: I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. And
1: I was a mega fan of that movie when I was younger. I haven't seen it Isn't in a long Jane time. Huston? Yeah. Okay and he played a really good i don't know he was he was really good in that movie and i don't think i've seen him in anything that i can recall from that movie until now and when i when he came on screen i thought who is it? i know that guy and i got really excited i didn't really say, i was sitting alone but i was in my head i was like i mean i, know I that talked guy. to myself
0: we all live and alone i <laughs> curse all, all the time we all live alone that's we really all live deep
1: <laughs> um, and I got really excited, so I, and I couldn't.
0: <laughs> I'm like him. you and I. <laughs> I know. Yeah.
1: I just thought that like a good existential quote, <laughs> but I couldn't yeah. place him, and so I had to look him up, and I got really excited because I I didn't know that he was still in the business, mm-hmm. and and then I saw a list of other things that he's been in, and I think it's possible I've seen him in things, and I just didn't recognize him, but in this movie, I really liked him as well. Yeah, probably I did the best too. character. But I wish he would have so played. I wish he would have had it. I just wanted an accent or something,
0: right? Well, and also, I mean, yeah, I prefer, I prefer
1: you cast the culture that you're depicting. But if for some reason you can't do that or you don't find anybody that's good enough, at least try to respectfully depict the culture that you're right.
0: depicting. It, well, yeah, that I, it, yeah, I agree. It's like, um, it, it's just, it's just weird because I'm like watching this movie and I'm like, okay, are they supposed to be from? like the United States, or are they Oh you know, from Is are they from Israel? Like
1: You actually raise a good <clears throat> question. So I spent most of the movie being annoyed, but Chris Evans did say something that exonerated him, so I'm gonna rant like three percent less than I planned on ranting because <laughs> he was talking to the woman and oh, he no, didn't that was funny. He what? did say that he lived In the United States from age 7 to age 18.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right.
1: However, so that's why I'm more prone to forgive slightly the inconsistencies in his character. But all the rest of the people and the people that they were in contact with at, I don't know if it was like an embassy or a consulate. The people that they were in contact with there, the people on the radio, the people on the Israeli Navy ship, all of them were American. They didn't even have... now. I will concur that sometimes it's annoying to have the generic, we have a British accent, therefore we're foreign, but even that is a more um, appropriate attention to detail than what this movie did.
0: Yeah, well, like, you know, Ben Kingsley had a British accent, but he also looks like he could be Israeli. And he has this
1: sort of uh, Mm -hmm. gravitas, I guess, Yeah, where I, yeah, and he... He is actually, I think, isn't he Indian? He's Indian, yeah. So he is from, I mean, not the same country, not, but he is from sort of that region. I mean, I don't want right. to be, it's not no, obviously no, like, the Middle East, but he is sort of, he's of that, sort of that culture adjacent. And so that makes a little well, bit more Well, and he's sense. like
0: darker, he's a yeah. like man of color. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah i saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it's like what I say with, like, and I know I've said this to you before where when they cast a white person as a person of color like when they did that didn't they do that with um like Rooney Mara and she was playing Tiger Lily in one of the uh, oh, Peter Pan yeah Pans? and yeah. they did it
1: with Johnny Depp in the in yeah,
0: um, um he played an indian he played Tonto yeah. in The Lone that movie Ranger was terrible. I never Ugh, saw it don't see it it's bad Army Hammer's cool like he's he's funny but well, I don't like Johnny Depp, so there's that. I mean, I just, I, but no, I agree. Well, but even Johnny Depp looks like he could be, like, he does look like he has a darker skin color. I'm not, and, you know, you know what I, I mean? Th- I know he what you're saying. Here's a little bit of an olive-colored skin color. I think
1: color. if they're going to, if they have to cast it a certain way, then they should go out of their way to at least compensate in all the other areas
0: that they can. Right. Well, so, but, like, what I was saying is, like, it doesn't, like, if if you're going to cast a person, a white person, and, uh, no, no, okay, let me start over again. <laughs> like, I'm losing my train of thought, my train of thought. Um, what I'm trying to say is, if you're going to pa- cast a person of color, even if they're not Israeli, like, then use a Hispanic person, use an Indian person, yes. use a Native American person, yes. use, you know, um... I don't know, a Filipino person, like any person of color that looks like they could be remotely Israeli, but don't use a white guy. Don't know? use a white guy and <clears throat> don't
1: give him, don't give every single person in the movie except for the African cast, mm-hmm. don't give every other person in the movie an American accent, obviously also except for Ben Kingsley, but everybody else. Yeah. Well, It was just, it felt, it felt like... I was sitting in a high school in Middle America watching a stage production where all the high school students were playing Israelis. Yeah. Okay, so I had something else that I wanted to say <clears throat> and um, and that was I thought this story was amazing. Yeah. It's a compelling based on a true story and it's so good and I think if they would have laid this script in the hands of somebody like Steven Spielberg, oh yeah, he could have made a beautiful and I don't know if this is an actual term, but like a Jewish heritage sort of film.
0: Yeah. Because the no, story is saving
1: uh, yeah. Ethiopian Jews from genocide. Right. By bringing them to the to Jerusalem. Right. And I think just in the hands of somebody who would take the appropriate, who would have the thoughtfulness to appreciate the culture that they're representing and the the people group that they're representing... I think could have done an amazing job because the story is awesome. It is.
0: Well, and not only that, but I think one of the biggest issues I had for me is that I wish there was a more, I wish there was a more of an emotional component to the film because Mm -hmm. I felt like there are these people who are risking their lives. They're, they are like literally running for their lives. They're going to die if they don't. Um, And you do get kind of these, you know, scenes or hints every now and then, like that one lady who was like, "My husband died, my father died." Like, while we were, you know, but that was like one glimpse. And then there was that one scene where they were killing all those people, which was a super like emotionally driven scene. That's super. Some of the
1: visuals in the movie were very intense. Like they showed point blank headshots.
0: Oh my god, that was scary. Yeah,
1: they showed people like bodies in a burned out uh, car. Yeah. They showed uh, a woman who had presumably been raped with blood all over her dress. Yeah, and so some of the visuals I thought were for shock value, but I didn't think that the like you said on the other end of the spectrum, the emotional aspect. I didn't think it matched the intensity of the violent visuals. They were I agree. Showing
0: I agree. And it was like, I mean, you're seeing these people being shot, and there's there's no one who's like panicking or freaking out in the crowd, like. You, I mean, you have to assume that some of these people are related to the people who just got shot. Yeah. You know? And if it were me, and if it was my father or my mother who just got shot in the head, you bet your ass I'd be flipping out, you well, know? Well, that's
1: something. <clears throat> Actually, you're bringing up a good point. They made... Oh, wow. I'm just realizing this now that you said that. They made... They could have done... So much more with the Ethiopian storyline. They could have made us connect to the characters. They could have yeah. like, like, plucked out a family and showed us their journey. Because yeah. there was the scene where the, um, I don't know, were they militants that were sort of ruling the area? The, the African, the Sudanese um, militants?
0: That's super scary. Yeah. Yeah, the that guy's terrifying. Well, so cool. they
1: came into the little refugee camp and they were saying... People are disappearing from this refugee camp. Where are they going? And they lined up everybody. And I also find this scene really disrespectful now because, like you just said, you you opened my eyes. They were they were shooting people point blank in rows until yeah. somebody spoke, and it was just like docile as lambs. Yeah, yeah. And I thought
0: the only thing you hear are gas. Yeah. It's and like the, people are like, <gasps> I'm so shocked that this happened. It's like that. They, these people just are dead. Like, they're dead, man. They're not coming back to life. Like, yeah.
1: I mean, these people, these this group of people have been through a lot, but they're not stupid. No. They are human beings, and that is, I, I just... Well, and they're not fighting for their baffled. lives. Yeah. You know, like, that's Nobody, thing. Nobody was, like, screaming. There was no pandemonium. It was almost just, like... Just standing there. Yeah, I mean, and I don't like that. I really don't like that. They really didn't paint the that group of the cast in a very good picture. You really, the only time you ever see characters is when you see the evil, the Sudanese people. The only time you ever get deeper into the African storyline is when you see the bad guys, right? And that's also offensive.
0: Yeah. Well, and and not only that, but it's like. it just, you're creating, this person is creating this whole story about this, and this, I mean, I had never, I had no idea this was something that had ever happened. I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. You know, I, mean, I didn't know either. That says something for the American school system, whatever. But, um, you know. Oh. <laughs> I keep interrupting you. Finish okay.
1: and then I'll. Okay. Um, I just am so passionate about this movie. No, I,
0: I totally agree. Um, it, it, The thing is that it, it's. You know they're trying to create this emotionally compelling narrative, but they just miss the mark. And mm-hmm. then that, that's the whole thing is that it's and like I don't I don't really care about the white savior. What I want to see are these Ethiopian people who are fighting for their lives, fighting to survive, fighting against this horrible, scary yeah. tyrant. I mean, it's a like, scary
1: story because they yeah. have automatic weapons against yeah. people who. Against, I I guess, I guess you could call them farmers. Yeah, you know, they live in little villages and they're farming. Yeah, yeah. and they're being rallied up and killed with automatic weapons. Yeah, like
0: just exterminated. Yeah, yeah, with no
1: remorse. Yeah,
0: exactly. And there's like almost no emotional component to it whatsoever. Like I should have been like, like. Crying. Crying, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, I should have been crying at that scene because it was a very terrifying scene. And the thing is about this is that if you're going to show something that is so emotionally impactful and so scary like this that happens all the time, Mm -hmm. then you need to reach out to your viewer's humanity and be like, look at what's going on. Look at these people suffering and they are just like you. And it's like... And and just to I'm put it... Like, no, these
1: people aren't just like me because they don't even care when com- yeah, their friends and their family friends or are going to kill point blank. They yeah. just stand there just and let it happen.
0: Exactly. And, and I just... I really felt like this, this guy missed the mark. And Big what time. I was thinking, too, was that... Did you ever see Hotel Rwanda? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. This movie wanted to badly, so oh badly gosh. be yes. Hotel Rwanda. Yes. And it wasn't. And Hotel Rwanda was an awesome movie it was awesome it was an extraordinary film like and you know what and it wasn't a white savior Don Cheadle was the lead actor Mm -hmm. in it and Sophie Okanato or whatever yeah and um and because I looked it up like later I was like I wonder how well this did and if I remember correctly (laughs) but well
1: I mean you know this movie had I mean the story of this movie is that they were saved by Israeli (laughs) people as well as I'm sure that Ethiopian guy right um so, you know, obviously there is a purpose for the the non-African actors to be in it and to be helping, right. but they could have just really pumped up the Ethiopian storyline way more.
0: I agree. And
1: actually, you made me think of something that I thought of last night as I was watching it. So early on in the movie, when Chris Evans was going around get, trying to get the other like Mossad agents to join him, they all said a similar line where it was like, well, this is happening in Africa and, you can't get headlines about Africa and this is happening in Africa and nobody around the world cares and I thought that nobody portrayed that better than a movie who was supposed to be talking about the plight of people in Africa not showing the plight of people in Africa
0: <laughs> I know right like yeah. oh man
1: and I thought of that last night I was like did they not even read their own script because they're right. being so self-righteous right now it's like somebody who says I'm not racist I have black friends like
0: yeah, this person, that doesn't prevent this you director, from saying racist things like yeah.
1: Like, this director is like, I'm not racist because I cast African
0: people. <laughs> well, and that's exactly what he's saying. He's like, and no, I- no, 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 no. It's fine. Because there are Ethiopian people in it, and I'm like, yeah, Ethiopian people who were barely in it yeah, at all. Like, exactly. I mean, y- there's only one Ethiopian person that we really even know the name of, and, and he,
1: <laughs> he even he gets b- any like barely any screen yeah, time. So. I mean, and he
0: was such an interesting character too. His and
1: story was awesome.
0: I just, well, I mean, what story? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, just, I what? guess the
1: story I imagined in my head where he <laughs> saved a bunch of people, and Chris Evans yeah. gets the credit for it. Chris Evans.
0: But there were some Listen, scenes Chris so, Evans, I love you. You're great. But that casting director should not direct to I cast you in this that, film. I think
1: that people
0: get I I think that there
1: is an definitely an award I mean, this is nothing new, but there's an award show culture to some movie making and when you're watching a movie I'm sure you have this because you're a movie person when you're watching a movie I you can am. either you say <laughs> I either say in my head sorry I'm just getting shit <laughs> I say in my head this actor needed a paycheck or I say in my head this actor wants an award mm-hmm. and I feel like this movie is right
0: <laughs> <Leonardo> DiCaprio. <laughs> territory
1: for this actor wants an award and I'm not I just I think because there was a few years ago when Will Smith got really mad because he wasn't nominated for his role in that movie about um football concussions. I don't remember what it was
0: called I think it was called I think it was called concussion he was, wasn't he
1: I, yeah he didn't get nominated for anything, and he was there was some quotes of him like being really angry, and I thought, whoa, uh. <laughs> What did you take the movie for? Did you take the movie because you believed in the part, or did you take the movie because you thought, "Here's a subject that will get on the award shows radar"? And I think that that's—I mean—that this movie, *The Red Sea Diving Resort*, is mm-hmm. proof that if you don't have passion about it, if you're just doing it because it's a topic, and you can make like long scenes of a—you a <laughs> can make long scenes of the soundtrack that goes ooh. ooh. <laughs> Ooh, and try to make people feel things because of that, that doesn't mean you're going to get an award. <laughs>
0: Like <laughs> they have these, like, emotional, like, it's almost like an Enya-like. T- yeah. <laughs> and, like, I feel like they just brought a woman in
1: into the studio, and they were like, listen. Just
0: we, sing a bunch of shit. We
1: want to have, we, we need to have Oscar clips. We need to have a really grave situation, so we just want you to do, like, as many ooh as possible, just because we're showing yeah. an intense scene right now, and this is really going to look good when, yeah. you know.
0: You know what they could have done? They could have brought in the guy that did the, um the score for Titanic, and just have him play (laughs) one song in just a bunch of different ways. (laughs) Have you you ever noticed that? It's literally every single song in Titanic is like, is my heart will go on, on but like a a slightly different (laughs) version of my heart will go on. I love it, yes, oh my gosh. Because I was listening to, I was listening to it, and I was listening to like, there was something like roses, whatever, like and and I'm like, Wow, this is really beautiful and then I listened to like one right after <laughs> and I was like, This it's is the same, same damn song. <laughs> Like the guy just was like, "This is a great Ooh, formula. I'm going to use it, and I'm just going to use it over and over and over again."
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, this is where she pushes him off the board and kills
0: <laughs> him. Is it? Are you sure? Like it oh, this sucks. is where they're, they're having, having
1: sex in the car, and the car is hold.
0: <laughs>
1: this is where she's hanging off the back of the ship, and they first meet.
0: <laughs> Man, I love Titanic. It's I do too. Great movie. I
1: Titanic. You know, for I'm all like the like shit a, I
0: give Leonardo DiCaprio, I love Titanic.
1: Yeah, I, I. I went through the proper emotions about Titanic, where I loved it as a 13-year-old, hated it as a 23-year-old, love it
0: again as a 30-year-old something, you know? Yes, I saw it twice so, in theaters. Yeah. My mom closed <laughs> her, hand, her hand over my eyes during the sex scene. Did she
1: really? She, said, she parents, was like,
0: no, you can't see it. And I was like, they're not even doing my anything. My mom took me to
1: so many movies when I was a kid, because... I, I guess when you're raising a movie kid, you just, you know, you just take him to things. And my mom took me to the movie Pleasantville oh. when I was pretty young. And um, I remember thinking in the movie, like, I wonder if this is awkward for her because it's awkward for me. But oh well. And then she took me to see American Beauty, and she—oh my me god! At... She
0: took you to... How old is you? She when was you the saw best. I don't
1: remember when those movies. Well, came did out, you actually but... see it in theaters? Oh yeah.
0: Oh, because that came out, I think, like ninety-eight or something.
1: Okay, so well, I would have been fourteen. But um, well,
0: well, I mean, but there anyway. is like a guy who's trying to—oh yeah—and like he like
1: masturbates in the shower. But
0: yeah. All yep, that aside, that actually mom took me to a lot of <laughs> things, and
1: she was a good mom. She was a good sport. I think she liked movies, too, but I feel like I cultivated my movie interest very early in life, and she allowed me to enjoy it without being like, no, you're too young, you know? Yeah. I mean, th- granted, there were probably some movies that she didn't let me see, but most yeah. of the time, if I said, I want to go see this movie, she'd take me, even if she didn't <laughs> really? know what it was about. Wow. Yeah. That's, I know.
0: That's an intense movie to watch as a kid, because that's like... I and mean, that's one of my favorite movies it's like dead. yeah
1: there's a lot of things um a lot of movies that I saw as a kid that I saw again as an adult and I would I can pick out things that I'm like I know I didn't understand that yeah, as a child yeah, you know yeah. like I didn't really know in Pleasantville I feel like there's a character maybe the mom character she learns about masturbation and she changes oh, yeah. color and I'm almost certain that at that age I wasn't quite sure why because yeah. I understood that the people having sex were changing colors that made sense to me but I think it was still sort of like nebulous about why she was changing color right. you know yeah.
0: no so. that yeah no well and then there's like that one scene with Paul Walker where he's like what's happening to my body and she's like that's normal and I realize later I'm like oh my god he is a boner <laughs> a like, boner a boner <laughs> yeah so, uh, anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, I love Titanic as
0: well. Yeah. Um, I'm not ashamed I mean, of it anymore because... Yeah. You know, we should, when um, Devil in the White City comes out, we should do an episode on that one so then I can rant nonstop about how much I don't like Leonard Leonardo DiCaprio in certain roles. I like he him. He had no I like right him. playing <laughs> Hugh Glass. I'm sorry, but no, that guy was a fucking badass and he should have not played Hugh Glass, okay? It should have been like Hugh Jackman or something. Or just, just
1: If your name was Hugh, anyone basically. Anyone else. <laughs>
0: You grant. <laughs> no, <laughs> your grant? No, you grant wouldn't. he have been like, "Excuse me, I, I just got attacked by a bunch <laughs> of bears." Um,
1: what? 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 Uh, what? what? If <laughs> you you mind, weird, British, please, I, I, yeah. if, you,
0: if you could, uh, I just need to find these men and murder them. If It's no big deal, but really, um, I'm suffering quite a bit now, and I think I may be dying. But I'm probably going to be okay. <laughs> so I, do I don't I, mean to bother you. Who do do have you have to you? around
1: you to be safe <laughs> from a bear? <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah. Now, I would have watched that movie. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. What's that movie called Pop again? British what's the British Magic. It's What's
1: the movie that you're talking about called again? I can't remember.
0: Um, uh, The Revenant. The
1: Revenant. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It should
1: have been I... called Love, actually. The Revenant. I don't know. Have you... That joke is so stupid <laughs> because I had to ask you the title and then I couldn't
0: fit it in. I'm worried that this is going to start playing. It's like, okay. Um... Yeah, so um so back to the movie. Yeah. Back to the movie. Um no, but uh, that Hugh Glass, did you ever... there's an episode of The Dollop I oh, think no. that they did. Oh no, wait. Was it The Dollop? Um yeah, yeah, it was The Dollop. And it's really good if you want to listen to it. Shout out to Gareth and Dave. Hey. The
1: Dollop is funny.
0: We love you guys, especially Jose. <laughs> well, I do. I love Jose. I follow him on Instagram now. He is his own
1: <laughs> A little cat Instagram. He's
0: so cute. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Okay. Aww. He has um. Instagram posts. <laughs> posts. <Paws. laughs> Okay, so back to the Red Sea Diving Resort. So there was some things I wanted
0: I to say. I thought to that was funny. You. Really
1: I, if I can think of a pun, I feel like it's, I do a disservice by not telling it.
0: Well, so. and we have a tendency, we like to pass, well, what do we do, like pass uh, cat pictures or dog pictures back and forth and then do puns based on <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it. Like, <I'm> i positive <laughs> this is going to be cute. <laughs> Because so, that's just kind of nerds we are. So I like animals. I um, like animals, too.
1: So, back to the movie. There were some parts mm-hmm. I really liked. Um, I'm a sucker for a montage. So, even in a turd <laughs> movie... Well, even in a turd like this... <laughs> I don't know what I'm... There was a scene... After they did their first successful mission. So, mm-hmm. they, they had to take the trucks. And they picked up the people. And then they took them to... The ocean, or the, it was the sea, the Red Sea, (laughs) the Red Sea. (laughs) And then Navy, Navy (laughs) SEALs, Israeli Navy SEALs would be there with like, um, the little boats and they would take them to a bigger Navy ship out to sea and then they would be safe. So that was their mission. So after their first successful mission, they kind of like hit their stride and the movie had a really nice, um, oh, there's two things that I want to bring. So the movie had a really nice montage that showed just them hitting their stride. They're running the resort, so they have a cover because there's guests at the resort, mm-hmm. and they're doing successful missions. And I got really... And it's to um, the song Hungry Like the Wolf. And so <laughs> yeah, that was great. the that's only great. time, like, I felt sort of like the Grinch when I was watching it because I'm like, my heart grew two sizes <laughs> because it's a really do- it's a really well-done piece of the movie. I mm-hmm. think they got that part right. It, it, it produces the emotions that, um... A montage is supposed to produce. It conveys a really good storyline really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, if if I was supposed to give a speech about how great this movie is, I would probably focus on that <laughs> part of the movie. Yeah. Because I, you know. So right. that was really well done. But there was something else that I really didn't like. And it is... Um, so there was a scene early when they first opened the resort, or did they didn't open the resort, they, they bought it and everything, and they were there, and they were just sort of using it as a cover, as a front, but there was a, a bus of German tourists that mm-hmm. came, and they're like, we're here, and, um, and so they sort of had to accommodate them on the fly, and that was neat, because it, it showed them that You know, because then the Sudanese militants came later, Mm -hmm. and they were suspicious, but they, you know, they had a perfect cover-up because they had guests at the resort, so they decided, you know, we need to make this a real working resort, and I liked that, but what I didn't like, and this is so, I don't know how silly this is, but it really bothered me. So, the two men, Sammy and Chris Evans' character, Ari, are driving to get their pick to get the pickup of the refugees and Sammy says of course it's germans it's always germans and i was like are you throwing in a, a holocaust joke because i i don't like holocaust oh, jokes no well and
0: they're not funny
1: and i don't think like, it's i don't i yeah they're not funny and i don't like that it's it, it was so it was such an easy joke i mean i don't granted i don't know if this is truly part of the real story if their first guests at the resort was a group of German tourists. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. true or not, but I don't like the cheap joke. I, no. I just don't. It's like I'm not an idiot. I'm in, a member of the audience who knows the Holocaust.
0: Well, I, and I think most people do. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Great point. <laughs> but, uh, I would say, like, so I, would I don't so. need you to paint me this hilarious joke about Germans coming and ruining the party. Like yeah. the movie is not about. Well, no. Anyway, and it's just so cheap. It's so cheap. It's like if I'm a stand-up comedian and no one is laughing, why don't I just pull out some old racist and anti-Semitic jokes about the Holocaust or about slavery? You know, just because I want to make sure everyone's paying attention. Right. I just, I just don't like it. I don't appreciate it. I think. It's it's too heavy for that sort of spirit. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah,
0: it's like um, it's like in horror movies when they have a lot of jump scares because it's bad writing and it's lazy storytelling. Yes, it's yes. like don't show me like, and I'm just going on my own thing because I like horror movies. But there are a lot of horror movies out there that rely just on jump scares. And after a while, like, as you see so many horror movies, those jump scares don't really scare you anymore. They're just annoying. Yeah. You know? Because it's like, if I'm going to watch something... Regardless of whether it's horror or it's supposed to be an emotional movie like this, which is really not an emotionally compelling movie, I thought at all. And I'm a crier. I cried everything. I mean, my God, I was watching that too cute show, and I was like, "It's <laughs> cute. So cute. I love too cute. It's, it's so cute. cute. It's so cute. Oh God, it's too cute. It really.
1: Too cute. I mean, talk about a piece of media that got the title right. I know. <laughs> (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. When that puppy got to stay with his best friend, the baby goat, I was, like, dying. Animal friends are probably my favorite thing. Inner species animal friends are my favorite. I love love cats and horses. Those are my favorite ones. (laughs) Shit, I was going to say something else, and I can't remember. We're talking Um,
1: about emotionally compelling.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's what you were saying about the the Holocaust joke or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's the same vein of lazy storytelling where it's, like, really? Mm -hmm. Really? Like, You know, we all know that the Holocaust happened and we all know how it was a huge amount of human tragedy that was absolutely devastating and changed the course of, you know, the face of the world, essentially. And it's just like, but for a joke like that, where there's legitimately people dying in the streets that are being persecuted because they're Jewish, like, Mm -hmm. is that appropriate? Right there? Like, no. I don't know. That level you of know?
1: humor is... It's just strange to me. I don't... I don't like it. I yeah. Personally, I... I don't know. I, I find... Any sort of Holocaust humor, I don't find it funny.
0: And it's not funny. Even if you're
1: poking fun at the Germans, I just don't think it's funny. I well, don't like it. Because and that it's, thing is- it's too lighthearted. Like, if I... Have you heard that hilarious slave owner joke that I tell? Okay. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah, It's yeah. just, even if you're poking fun at the bad guys, I still don't like it because it's such an evil situation. I don't think it deserves our humor or attention no. in that well, way. And
0: also, if you're going to clump an entire group of people that are from a country like Germany... It's like, maybe be, have, like, if you're going to joke about it, like, maybe have some self-awareness and realize that there were way more people that were German that were not in the Nazi party, that were not part of the whole, mm-hmm. you know, like, I hate Jewish people, and then there were, that were against the Jewish people, but it was such a enormous amount of, like, um, cultural brainwashing yeah. that it's... It's scary to stand up against a man when your life could possibly also be in danger. When you you have a
1: family at home. And also, I mean, anti-Semitism is nothing new. I mean, the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. You know,
0: um, so. And there is the, I mean, Stalin killed. Stalin yeah, killed coal, as many grounds, Jewish people. I think it was called, yeah. yeah, he killed as many. I think he actually killed ten million Jewish people. So he killed more Jewish it's, people it's than insane. Hitler did. And, and so no I, one ever talks about Stalin. Yeah, for some reason, which I think is super weird because he was horrible.
1: Well, there was this quote. Um, this is not about the Jewish people. It's about Armenians. I can't remember who. I can't remember the quote, or who said the quote. But it's uh, they were there was a genocide against Armenian people. And somebody said, like, well, who remembers the Armenians? You know, we right. can get away with this because people don't remember. So, you know, there's obviously some selective forgetfulness in right. history that is kind of appalling, but I have this I have this theory of like this subtle anti Semitism mm-hmm. that happens and I think this movie had it, and I'm not trying to suggest that anybody who was making the movie or part of the movie did this intentionally. So I don't know how that all comes into play. But when I see it, it makes me pause and it makes me think. And I think the thoughtlessness of lines like that in the movie and the thoughtlessness of the casting all around, the whole thing, um, sort of point to this, I don't know, it's... It's really weird, but when I notice it, I notice it, and I can't unsee it. And it reminded me a lot of something I felt when I was watching the movie The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Mm-hmm. Did you see that movie? I did not. Well,
0: so... It looks really depressing. Well, and like, people got...
1: People were really emotional about it, and they were like, oh, it's so sad, and it really opened your eyes about the horrors of the Holocaust, and it's so emotional, so... Basically, the story is um, a little German boy, his his dad and mom and sister all move to the country because his dad is a Nazi guard at a concentration camp. Mm-hmm. But the little boy is just a little bit too young and a little bit sheltered. He doesn't know what concentration camps are. And so they're living in the country and he's sort of, their property sort of way far away from the house. It's not next to the house, but their property sort of like butts up against the fence of this concentration camp. And he makes friends with a little Jewish boy within the camp. And... Him and the boy are just friends, you know, through the fence. And then, spoiler alert, but the, the little boy, the little German boy, sneaks into the camp to play and, you know, through happenstance, it's so ridiculous, sometimes this <laughs> happens, through happenstance, he gets rounded up en mass with the rest of the Jewish men and he gets killed in a gas chamber. Oh. And I, it's so offensive it's so offensive that I am supposed to feel sad for a little German boy getting killed in a gas chamber when the Holocaust was horrific enough yeah i don't need i don't need you to act like i'm stupid and be like, You should be feeling sorry for this, so let's make a story that makes you feel sorry no and i and that's just I just feel as if there's this subtle People probably don't even realize they're doing it, and I don't know what to categorize it as because I'm not thinking that people are intentionally being evil. But at the same time, I think nobody... This is so offensive, and I feel that way about the movie. I feel that way about the Red Sea diving resort because I feel like they... Not anti-Semitism necessarily, but racism. I feel like they did not portray the African community, both Ethiopian or Sudanese, very highly. No. Um, The only time... The only people besides the one leader who snuck people out. The only people that really got screen time was the militant leader and the corrupt official that they were trying to lease the resort from Mm -hmm. who they had to bribe and who was pretty evil. And so they were the only people that had like lots of lines and lots of screen time. And then also just the thoughtless casting of the Israeli people and just they didn't. And his daughter, Chris Evans was at home with his daughter in Israel, and she spoke with an American accent. She didn't speak Hebrew. She didn't speak with an accent at all. She at least had dark hair. But then later in the movie, she sends him this piece of artwork. Also, she's a terrible artist. <laughs> she's like seven. The daughter sends him this piece of art and it says, My family.
0: It
1: terrible. says my
0: family in English. Oh my God! It does, and I hate that. I oh, hate it. It's it does. I never even so annoying. That. I mean, oh this is God.
1: this is not 1983. No, where the world was a little bit bigger because we weren't all connected. This is, I mean, this is the time where if you want to make something really compelling and you want to draw people's attention to this situation, you should go above and beyond. You should go out of your way to make it as good as possible because yeah. this is your legacy. And you're just, you're falling short. And I, I, I like, seeing it say my family on the picture was the last straw for me. Because
0: I, <laughs> That was the end of the movie. That
1: yeah, movie. it was literally the last straw for me. But I just, there's um, no redemption. I thought there is no redemption in this And that's community. funny because I
0: didn't even, I didn't even think twice about that until you pointed that out. Now I'm like, oh my God, that's right. It was in English. Why would she be writing in English? Why would she
1: be talking to him in yeah, English? I yeah. mean, well, they probably learned because they're all the other countries are more advanced and they teach their kids second language. Yes, yeah, so no, she not, not speaking, us, not us,
0: not us United States. But I would imagine,
1: <laughs> if you're at home in a different country, you probably speak your native language. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, so. I'm not going to be,
0: like, if I, you know, I mean, I have relatives in Italy, I'm not going to go to Italy and just speak English with them, like, I'm going to mm-hmm. try and learn their language because that's their language, especially if I was staying for a long period of time, yeah. you know, if I was staying for several months, then, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm going to do my best to, you know, integrate into their lives because right. it's their world. It's not mine, you know? So so um, I just,
1: I find it, and I, <clears throat> I, I am not easily offended by anything. I don't think, not much, not much really makes me this pumped up. Like, mm-hmm. I can get a little bit annoyed by things that I find slightly offensive, but I do not feel this passionate about anything, but I feel very... Um, I don't know like jewish culture israeli culture I'm very it's i'm very fascinated by it um and i just i when I see it misused or mm-hmm. done like this it it really gets me
0: well it's and it's like what you said it's it's offensive because what they're doing is they are going look at these people um but they are doing it in a way that's like well, United States people can't possibly read subtitles. I mean, yeah, you know, like, and that's a good way of. It's like you know, like I, I've been so I've been watching that. um and This is kind of off. Well, actually, it has kind of to do with the thing, but it's the Devil Next Door about that guy from that they think is the um, Nazi guard from Treblinka. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, John, uh, God, Dick. It's, like, Denjanjic Den, or something. Anyway, they think he's Ivan the Terrible. Um, that was his nickname in the okay. Sri Lanka. Some of it is in English. Most of it's in Hebrew. Oh, see, when that's awesome. Yeah, so when they're doing, like, the... Um, because it, it does take place... I think it takes place in Israel. It's, I mean, it's a documentary. Okay. So, the um, all the testimonies and everything are these people who are speaking Hebrew. And, um, and that was... Well, he is... Well, he was, um, God, I want to say he's, like, from the Netherlands or something, though. He's not, yeah, he's, like, from Holland or something. I am from Holland. I am from Holland. (laughs) How does this keep happening? (laughs) Did you ever see that commercial where, um, this guy's, like, I'm going to Holland, and he's, like, gathering all this, like, stuff, and he's, like, I'm going to Holland, I'm going to Holland, it's going to be great. And, and someone approaches him and they're like, you know you're going to Holland, Michigan, right? And he's like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, he was like getting like a, you know, what was that, Rosetta Stone, like the like, like Swedish, like Swedish, like, and everything, and Swedish. they're just like. Yeah, yeah. Why Swedish? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Where's Holland? It's it its own country. <laughs> It's okay. I used to think Vermont was a city. <laughs> I'm laughing
1: so hard at silent. I just want to let our listeners know.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, I'm really bad at geography. <laughs> my When I used to work at my old job, my coworkers would like tease me constantly because I was so bad at geography. They're like... Where's Indiana? And I was like, it's in this area somewhere near Michigan-ish. <laughs> they're like, they're Maybe like, you
1: should look on a map and you <laughs>
0: don't know. Why are you asking me? <laughs> well, what they would do is they're like, we're going to print out a blank map and then you can fill it out and see how far oh, wow, you are. Like, yeah, they were really <laughs> ruthless. I mean, they were ruthless. And I was like, I know where like Washington, Oregon, California, <laughs> Texas, Florida, and Michigan are. <laughs> and I was like, I know where Maine is in Rhode Island. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> what else is there? So what else is there? The thirteen colonies. <laughs>
1: you're, you're just an old school colonial. That's
0: exactly. Up. That's all. Yeah. I mean, really. Sure, I can't point them out on a map, but it doesn't matter. God save the
1: queen. What that <laughs> oh,
0: my oh, God. Oh. Revolutionary war. You <laughs> <laughs>
1: know, the revolution, the American Revolution, just became funny, so we're allowed to joke about it. <laughs>
0: it's like when people like say stuff like. Um, oh, like, did I ever show you that, like, really inappropriate joke about, um, Lincoln, uh, like, with the coins?
1: Which one? I've heard so many. <laughs>
0: I don't so, think you have. So, if you look at the coins, if you look at the quarter, and then, like, you know, the dime, the nickel, and then the penny, the quarter, the dime, and the nickel are all facing, like, forward, they're all facing left, but then the penny is facing right. Oh. And... <laughs> someone showed me this joke and they said it's because you never get over getting shot in the back of the head. (laughs) Oh no. I was like... (laughs) Wow, that's terrible! And I laughed really hard, and I showed a bunch of people because I was like, "Look at how horrible this joke is and how offensive."
1: When I hear something (laughs) offensive, my first goal is to spread
0: it far. I mean, no, I just am eighteen. I'm just joking. Yeah, see, now the
1: Lincoln assassination. There was a quote in the office. He said, "The Lincoln assassination recently became funny."
0: I hope to live in a world, really world where I can make funny. a hilarious
1: AIDS joke. That's yeah. all a quote. That's all a quote
0: from. My oh okay, book, so okay. I'm not saying it. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, anyway, so, um, so yeah.
1: Speaking of languages, <clears throat> was there anything you wanted else you wanted to say about that documentary? Okay. No,
0: it's really it's interesting though. I'm not finished with it yet because I think it's many parts. And
1: it's called the Devil Next Door. Yeah, the
0: Devil Next Door. Yeah, but um, it's kind of like basically so it the whole thing takes place in the 80s mm-hmm. so it's a lot of 80s footage and stuff like that or like or early 90s footage um because i think the guy has died since then okay so but what they're doing is they're really kind of painting this picture like is he the guy that we think he is or is he an innocent man oh, okay yeah I'm so mistaken. yeah so it's it's interesting because you don't know and that's it. Like, you don't know. And, and t- you know, and I've, like, Googled it and everything. And I'm like, who is this guy? Was he Ivan the Terrible? What did Ivan the Terrible do? You know, and I know Ivan the Terrible was a historical figure as well. Um, I think in, like, the 1400s or something. Probably, probably, like, you know, one of those Vlad Depeche kind of guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like, you know, you could put him in the... Dracul <laughs> category. Oh, oh. Dracul. Dracula means son of Dracul. <laughs> Did you know that? I didn't
1: know <laughs> but, that. Yeah. Now anyway, I know that.
0: Now you do know that. Um,
1: so Ula but, is the suffix hmm. for like son of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Dracula. Language
1: is interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love it is interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so anyway. So speaking, that like,
1: actually, that's a good segue. So speaking of language, so there's a scene where the militant group in mm-hmm. Sudan. Is becoming suspicious, so they visit the Red Sea diving resort, and mm-hmm. they are eating dinner—an awkward dinner—with the oh, Mossad terrible. agents. And they're all sitting there, and they have a. Oh, I assume it's a Muslim woman. She's work, She works at the resort. She's like the lo, one of the local staff. There's mm-hmm. a few people there from that are local that work there. And that she was is a
0: hard scene to watch. Well, I'm there's not lie. there's a
1: lot of things that I think they that are interesting about that scene, but there's one thing that really bothered me. And, um, so she's serving them dinner and the militant, the leader of the militant group starts talking to her in, I don't know what language they speak over there. Is it Sudanese or is it, I
0: don't know. I don't
1: know. So he's speaking to her in the native tongue of the the country. And he, the subtitles say, you know, just pretend I'm asking you about the food. And, I don't know how the real story went. Once again, I am a little bit ignorant about the ins and outs of the real story, but I find it really hard to believe that the Israeli government didn't send at least one person over there that spoke the yeah, Native that is language. Weird. that's language, especially since in my head, Mossad agents are like the top dogs, you know, yeah. you don't, it's like, like. MI6 level oh yeah I mean
0: you're gonna send people out there who like and they they had spoke multiple languages the group like you know there was the guy that uh Michael McHale whatever he's he spoke Italian and the Mm -hmm. girl spoke German and then I can't remember the other ones but you know I remember those so no
1: yeah I agree and I I thought not one of them can speak the local language but they have they have an extreme interest in that area right well, I thought I kind of and thought I that thought that was str- really strange.
0: I kind of thought that Ari kind of did didn't a little bit because he kept like he was like no don't wasn't he saying that to well,
1: her? Well, he well he grabbed the militant guy grabbed her around oh, the waist that's right, yeah. and he was like don't do that. Yeah, and then there was some interesting things happening in this movie that um that I mean they're not really pivotal to the main storyline, so they didn't have to amp them up necessarily. But there was a lot happening in the background. They were talking about the new. um laws about, like, the new, because the government was Islamic, and mm-hmm. so they were talking about the new Islamic laws that were, like, oh, yeah, really like constrictive women, about like, women, yeah. and, like, women have to be covered, and you can't drink alcohol, or you can't buy alcohol in the streets, and
0: stuff oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> no. Yeah, Greg was,
1: it? was like, ah. <laughs> He's so, like, not the alcohol! <laughs> so there was some interesting cultural things that were happening, because Rwanda was, or, or Rwanda's a city, Sudan, mm-hmm. was like under like harsh government control or I don't know the the history totally of Sudan either, but um and then the guy when he grabbed her, he he made a comment about um how, you know, like he he kinda made like a raping sort of comment about the woman and about the culture of genital mutilation. Yeah. Which is really sad and harsh.
0: Really scary. And
1: um so I thought I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that story, but I, I No, I'm
0: actually kind of glad that you mentioned that because I wanted to talk about that genital mutilation because um, that's like, you know, I mean, I don't know how prevalent that is nowadays, but it's I know...
1: It's still... And
0: yeah. And, there was yeah. an episode
1: of This American Life about it where was a woman... Um, a woman... She's an adult now, and she was told as a child... She lived... She grew up in a, in a Muslim part of India. Mm-hmm. It's a specific Muslim sect. I don't think it's like... I'm not trying to lump all the Muslim religions together, but it's a sect of Mm Islam, Muslim.
0: No, no, Islam is yeah, yeah, that's right. You
1: got it. It's a sect of that, and they perform those on women. And um, so they told her when she was a kid that every girl had, um, I think they called it like a, uh, like a bug or a bacteria or something that every girl had to have it removed. And so they did oh. it, and she grew up, and she didn't think anything of it until she obviously, like, sexually matured, and you get to an age where you want to, like, yeah. when you're dating, and you want to, you know, have sex. And it was so painful. Oh, and, and, um...
0: Well, and they, like, remove the clitoris, I think, too. And, and
1: the people that do... It's usually, like, um, like, the local woman in the community that does it, so it's not a trained doctor. Right. It's not somebody who went to medical school. I mean, not that somebody who went to medical school should be doing it anyway, but it's... No. It's, you know, like, different... There's varying levels. Some women... Some women don't experience as much pain as other women, but it's unpleasant. So they basically... The the whole... Basically the goal is they think that it will stop women's sex drive. And it makes sex incredibly (laughs) painful. And, um, so he... Anyway... So it is still done and um and it's it's I'm sure it's more prevalent than people know just because I think when you I don't know it's it's really sad. It's, it's really sad. So sad. It's really and I scary. I I think that anyway, he commented about it. He he made comments about her and how you, know, you can be they're, as like,
0: rough as you want. You have want to be rough something. with them because
1: they can't feel anything, which is not true. It's not that they can't feel anything. It's incredibly painful oh. for what I've listened to in <laughs> and, yeah. um So I I thought that was really sad. Just a, a very small part of the movie that I was like, oh my gosh. I can't believe they talked about that in this movie. But it's
0: now there's um, There was an episode of Nip Talk, actually, that I'm just thinking about and I just thought of where there was a woman that had experienced genital mutilation, and they, and she went to, you know, the guys and was like, I want to feel and enjoy sex. And so they helped her out or whatever. And it was, like, a really emotional... Um, it was a pretty decent episode. And then, of course, one of the guys slept with her, and I was like, you got to ruin it by this guy did sticking his it? dick and everything. <laughs> yeah, but, like... The, so when they I'm just, s- I was, just well, no, no, no. Well, like actually it was kind of interesting cause it was, it was sweet because she, so she slept with this guy and she's like, I'm not really like feeling it. Like I'm not, you know, and, and the nurse or the, the, um, anesthesiologist was like, you need to feel yourself out before you oh, okay. have a partner. And she ends up like masturbating and having an orgasm and she's in her, like her, her bed at the place and and she's like it is so beautiful it's <laughs> such a beautiful experience and it just like I'm giving me goosebumps like but it was it was uh they use like the tip of one of her toes or something oh like a yeah. skin graft or something yeah um and so but it was it was very interesting and and but it was just this one of the very few, like, moments where, like, women actually connected with each other as women versus, mm-hmm. like, as sexual objects, which is kind of how they always reviewed viewed in that show. Um, that show's really gross. Like, I don't want to ever watch it again. I, 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 like, sold all my DVDs because I was like, I'm never going to see this show again. I don't think, as a woman of, you know, like, let's say, <laughs> the woman of the 21st century, I cannot watch that show now and be like... I'm okay with the way that they treat women in this because it's disgusting, honestly. Um, But anyway, so I was just thinking of that, but it it was, uh, I mean, it was a very like emotional thing because it was one of the very few times where they actually touched on, Hey, this is like a real thing that women are experiencing in the world. And it's a Mm -hmm. very scary thing. And This is the harm that it can do. And so anyway, but yeah, I mean, it's just amazing what people do to women in order for women to, to oppress them. It's a very scary and it's a very real and it's like, we are so, as much as I bitch and complain about this country, I am very lucky to live here. I am um, have mm-hmm. a lot more freedoms than other women do in other countries. Yep,
1: religious freedom. I know,
0: like is, I is can own really, my own land. Yep. <laughs> like
1: you can drive. I can drive. You don't drive to cover. I can vote. Yep.
0: I can choose who I want to marry. You know, I can choose if I want to marry a woman. You know, I can marry a man. I can marry no one at all. Yep.
1: Like, it is dangerous to think that things aren't happening in the world.
0: Yeah. When they are, it's dangerous to be naive. mm Hmm. Because and, yeah, you can't. You really can't. Not in this. You can't. And and honestly, at this point in time, with all of the access that we have to the internet and to, um, I mean, you should take everything you read on the internet with a grain of salt, obviously, but <laughs> um, it, it, it's just, at this point, we as a culture have no excuse to be ignorant. You know, says a girl who thought that Vermont was a city. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And Holland was not its own country. Anyway. um, (laughs) But we have no excuse to be ignorant. Yeah. Because we we have access to everything, every possible thing. And so I just, and that's kind of part of what I think bothered me so much about this movie is that there is no excuse at this point in time to cast people who are not... Not people of color in these roles that are meant for people of color, mm-hmm. Israeli individuals, or again, whatever you know, whatever race there is that l- could pass as Israeli, you know. I think, and, yeah, and, yeah,
1: I think I totally agree with you. I totally agree, with yeah. you. there's no excuse. I think for the star power, if they wanted to cast Criff Evans. <laughs> If they wanted to, cast Chris Evans.
0: Chris <laughs> Evans, bad.
1: sorry, I just hit the for the star power. <laughs> I don't know if they can hear. That. I think I wish that they would have just given him a better backstory where he said, "I'm an American. I grew up in America. When I heard about the plight of what's happening, and I'm, you know, I'm Jewish. Right. I decided to go to Israel and help, or something that right. would have been fine. And then have the rest of his crew be. From Israel. Right.
0: But have him not even be like a lead. No. Yeah. Like he could be he one could of the lead characters. Yeah. But, well, and and it's like, and, and I think that to me is so frustrating with, um, when they do that with certain actors is that I know that they're doing it for the star power. They're doing it because they know it's going to be successful because, you know, um, like, if you're cast Leonardo DiCaprio as a role like AJ Holmes, which he's totally going to suck at, whatever, I'm not salty over it at all. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm a little salty over it. I'm really salty. I'm really mad. I'm really, really mad. <laughs> um, she's laughing, by the way. But did you,
1: Lauren, <laughs> no, did but, you hear? Hmm. I just heard this. <laughs> did you? I read it before I came over and I wanted to bring it up, but they are casting... Julia Roberts as Harriet Tubman. What? (laughs) It's not offensive because they need to put butts in seats. Right. It's called the Butts in Seats Initiative. (laughs) It's a it's a new Hollywood thing. The economy is maybe a little. They're not getting the money that they need to keep making movies. Mm -hmm. So what they're doing is they're just you know and. Nicolas Cage is going to be George Washington Carver.
0: Oh, excellent. The will peanut do. butter Amazing. inventor himself. <laughs> She's so. joking. These are not things. Actually, they did make a Harry Tubman movie. Did you know that?
1: Yeah. yeah I know. Um, yeah. They made a terrible decision by casting... A person of color, <laughs> yeah, in I know, the lead right? Role. <laughs> I
0: didn't even, I didn't even know that was a film that was out, and I, well, actually, I thought Octavia Spencer was going to play her for some reason, but then I realized that she played her in Drunk History, and that's probably where I got confused. So, um, yeah, but no, it, well, yeah, no, it's that's exactly what it is. It's it's just like, oh my god. If there's like that meme, did you ever see that meme where um, people were putting Scarlett Johansson as Gandhi? No. (laughs) They're like, Scarlett Johansson as Gandhi. Is this offensive? Like, so... I like... Well, because she played, um...
1: She was gonna
0: play, um... She was gonna play a person of, of color role. It wasn't Ghost in the Shell. It was something else. And she stepped down from it because there was, like, a huge backlash, which... I don't know Scarlett Johansson but that's kind of what I'm assuming is how, why she decided to step down from it rather mm-hmm. than her being like a decent person. I would hope that's cuz she's a decent person but she also accepted the role to begin with. So, yeah, just saying. Like,
1: well, I think I think if you're if you're under the mindset where you're sort of just not thinking about it, which is not not an excuse, but then you could say, yeah, I'll, I'll take the role, no big deal. And then you sort of of thinking, maybe I, maybe this is not a role I should be doing. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I just wish that, I just wish that they had taken more care.
0: Yeah. With there, the, there the story. There should have more thought.
1: Yeah. And they should have cut out a lot of the, like, nothing scenes and added more Ethiopian storylines. I agree. Yeah.
0: Um, Oh, there is one thing I want to say. Oh, yeah. Well, so this is just my own little, like, this is just my own little thing, but I was kind of hoping that there was going to be a montage where they, like, redid the hotel. Me
1: too! <laughs> I was <laughs> really hoping for, like, the HDTV <laughs> <Like>, scene. <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> all, I
0: wanted, like, a cute little scene where they're like, <laughs> we're painting, and I just put paint on your nose, <laughs> like, you know, like, I... <laughs>
1: I can't believe you said that because I was hoping for it, too, because I was kind of bothered. I was actually really bothered when the German tourists showed up and they just were flipping over tables and giving them rooms, and I thought i got to see these rooms, because they've been dormant for years, yeah. so I can't like, imagine you don't even
0: know what, it will, and, yeah. like, the door, the front door just fell off its hinges, yeah, so it's obviously not a well-put-together place. The resort
1: like, didn't look that big, so I just wanted to see where they put the rooms to begin with. Oh, no,
0: there was a bunch of, um, there was a bunch of, like, little, oh, like outbuildings, yeah, like, houses, okay. not, like, houses, but, um, <laughs> little, sh- not, sh- like, um, you know what I mean little little houses whatever yeah. you know what I mean you like yeah, tiny about.
1: houses, <laughs> made of tiki tiki <laughs> it's
0: like it's just i was just like hoping for like one of those like um you know i don't know like some upbeat like i wanted like, that as well
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's get moving yeah, like, let's get physical that's <laughs> not know, it's the first eight song I No, up. I like it. I, I, w- I wanted that as well because they they said you know they had like a light bulb moment where they yeah. thought they needed guests. So and I was I just so surprised
0: that like I'm I'm just and this I mean you know obviously what they had to do was way more important than redoing a hotel <laughs> <laughs> saving it's lives. lives but it's like, volumes about the, uh, the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's But us, Did yeah. you clean it? I don't oh, know. so okay. And I asked, I wanted to ask you a question actually. um... Was it just me, or did you have like a hard time figuring out why they were even being persecuted to begin with?
1: Yes, I did okay. not know. I, I I didn't know if it was just good old anti semitism, or if right. there was another reason. They never explained. It. No, they
0: didn't. But they so I looked had... it up.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Cool.
0: Because <laughs> um, because I was curious about that. I was like, I was like, did. Like, she and I get that either, because I was, like, having a hard time. I'm like, okay, so why? But, yeah. like, the, you have to give a reason why these people are being persecuted. They can't just... I mean, yes, it could just be because they're Jewish, but they're, like... It, things don't just happen. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, things happen, but...
1: Well you have to if you're creating a narrative, you have to explain it.
0: Yeah, like there's usually like for people dying, thousands of people being mm-hmm. murdered just because they're Jewish, there's usually like a snowball effect to why this is occurring. Yep. Like there's usually a reason as to why it's occurring. And I just was I was kinda like, Okay, so why though? Like no, why are I Yeah. Agree. Okay, I God. Totally then, agree. That makes me feel better because um I was just I was like, am I not paying enough attention? Cause I'm not gonna lie, I really didn't care that much about the movie. So I was I was paying enough attention to do the podcast, but it was like barely enough. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I had to rewind a lot of stuff. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, because I was like I was like, what just happened that felt important? <laughs> so yeah, but um okay. So I um oh wait, let me say one other no no no, I'll say that. Never mind. Okay. Alright. So <laughs> in The 1970s and 1980s, there was a big exodus of refugees from the Beta Israel community. Um, The Ethiopian Revolution in 1974 heightened underlying political tensions in the country, with opponents of the military regime um, facing the threat of arrest or execution. And so, then there were droughts in the seven in 73 and 74, and it led to like widespread famine, one of the worst humanitarian crises. Crises, the 20th century, and their civil war began in 1974 in Ethiopia. So Ethiopian Jews became more active in rebel struggles against the military regime. Um, I'm just reading this from... It's from time.com, by the way. Uh, Infighting between the differing rebel groups led to more and more beta-Israel refugees fleeing Ethiopia via Sudan at the beginning of 1978. There is one estimate that suggests... Around four thousand of the twenty thousand Beta Israel people who made the journey from northern Ethiopia to Sudan died en route. Oh wow! One of the things that didn't make me laugh is when they escaped on the plane at the end, and the, the head like asshole dude started shooting his his gun in the air. <laughs> the the air. first thing He's I so thought frustrated. of was um, you've seen Hot Fuzz, right? Oh it's yeah. It, do do a shoot your gun in the <laughs> air and go ah? <laughs> <laughs> Simon Pegg's like, I no, it. I don't shoot my gun in the air and go, oh, because i are watching Point Break <laughs> and Keanu Reeves.
1: So I love it, yeah. Is <laughs> that it was true? the first thing I thought of. There's a point you can hit someone and their head will just
0: explode. <laughs> like, well, that was, like, the first, like, as I was watching it and he started doing that, I was like, do you ever just point your gun in the air and go, oh like, how loud I said that? Like,
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: So, I love it. It was just, yeah, but... Anyway, oh, so something
1: that I thought mm-hmm. of all the negative things, I'm really <laughs> yeah. glad there wasn't a weird romance between the blonde woman and Chris Oh, my Evans. God. Me, too. I was actually, Dude, I
0: was really nervous I about mean,
1: that. <laughs> I love a good love story within the right context, but mm-hmm. I was actually nervous the whole time that there was going to be like a weird sex scene Dude. montage with them. Oh, just, my like, God. In their Me resort, too. like tearing each other's clothes off. Totally taking away from the rest of it. So yes. i was so glad there was oh. no romance. She was not... She was an agent. She was yeah. not there for sex. Right. And I really appreciate I, that. No, I do
0: too. You know what? Of all totally things they did wrong,
1: they did that right. It's so funny that you said
0: that because when they were sitting on the beach and it was like kind of this little intimate moment between them, I was like, God, just please let them be friends. Please yep. let them be friends. Yep. Because if they have sex, I will like from then on, I will not be interested in the rest of the movie because it will have ruined it for me because I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Like, it's... Well, because it would be, she's only there for to, yeah. to be a vessel for sex. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, okay, like, and I know I give a lot of shit about that sh- that movie Gifted with him in it. For oh, sevens. yeah. I did not like that movie. Um, Well, <laughs> It's not totally true. I liked parts of it. I thought that they did a very bad job of certain other things. Mm-hmm. Like Jenny Slate. I love Jenny Slate. I think she's great. I have, like, I've really never seen her in anything where I didn't like her. I think she's funny, she's adorable, whatever. But her character in that was literally just to be there for, like, a sexual moment yep. and, like, a joke. And I was just, yep. like, that wasn't even, like, it was funny, that part. Let's see. And I don't know if you remember, I mean, we actually, like yeah, I remember ago. it,
1: the little girl walked in on them. She was
0: like, hi, Miss So-and-so, yeah. or something, and that was, it was super cute, it was it was,
1: it was snotty, it was snotty, yeah. it was
0: super cute, because it was so yeah. snotty, and it was so, like, she got her revenge at that second, it was perfect, but, yeah. it was just, like, there's no reason for her to be here, and also, their scene, their sexing was so like it felt so out of left field and so weird that I was just like, "Why did you include this? There's no reason for it to be here." Like, yeah. And it's like, what? I, I mean, I said this to you. If you see two heterosexual people, they have to have sex in a movie, yep. and it's kind of like they Hollywood has that sex. rule. You yep. know,
1: nobody can be, nobody can be professional.
0: Yeah, yeah. If, no. if, if if they're if attractive you have and heterosexual,
1: robbing
0: genitals, <laughs> you are
1: just you cannot be
0: professional yeah, Exactly yeah <laughs> You're throbbing genitals Yeah and that's like and I'm so glad that you said something, because I was thinking that exact same thing, I that I was just so like, happy. please do not do that, it will ruin it for me. I almost,
1: like, the way the <laughs> rest of the movie worked, I'm actually thinking there might be some B-roll footage of them having sex, because I feel like the director was like, do it, do it, do <laughs> yeah, it! I, yeah, And then I, somebody was like, the movie's too long, we have to cut something out, and they're like, I guess I'll cut the sex scene <laughs> out. Please.
0: Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm really glad that they didn't either, and I'm really bummed out that she had such a small part, because she... She was was awesome. No, I agree. She was really cool. And I like that actress, Haley Bennett. I think she's awesome. Yeah, Um, I've seen her in
1: things, but I can't... I don't... Like, off the top of my head, I can't think of what, but I know I know her face.
0: I've seen her... I saw her in this one movie. I want to say it was called, like, Julie or Julia or something, but it was about this girl who was... It was, like, a horror movie. She was, like, being stalked by these people, and she was so cool in that movie, too. She was such a badass. So, um... I mean everything. Oh, she was
1: in music and lyrics. Oh, I never, I never,
0: I saw part of it. I think, but I don't remember. Um, but the
1: girl on the train. She
0: was in the girl on the train. I did not see that, but I read the book. Okay. <laughs> so, the by haunting the way, Emily Harley. Blunt as that? No, I never saw that. Okay. And by the way, Emily it Blunt. Like a title <laughs> of
1: something you would have seen?
0: Yeah, I didn't. It looked really dumb. I anything that says like the haunting of something, I'm like, mm, I'm good. The haunting of Hill House. The haunting. Oh. <laughs> you know, I didn't actually even watch like that one either. <laughs> though that's the thing. Like, yeah, it was like because I liked it up until like I think it was. I think it was, like, six or eight episodes or something. I liked it up to, like, the... Let's say there's eight episodes. I liked it up to, like, the sixth episode, and then I was like, this is really stupid. Like, they had a bunch of shit that happened that didn't have any explanation. And, anyway. Um, it looked
1: too scary for me. I couldn't even watch the whole trailer, because I was like, no.
0: There were um, definitely certain points where I was sitting on my couch, and I had my <laughs> I had my blanket up to my chin, oh my like, gosh. my nine nose. I was like, yeah. who knows? <laughs> I don't like ghost um,
1: stories. No. I think we've I, talked about this before, but anyway.
0: But I was thinking specifically of, um, like, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Oh. <laughs> so we're watching nice. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, soon. soon. Um, because that was my bad. I didn't realize that it didn't come out yet. But uh, there's a movie with Hilary Duff called The Haunting of Sharon Tate where she starts seeing her future, um, like, Future murder or whatever, and I was just like, no, it looked really stupid. Like I watched the trailer, and I don't even think I watched the whole thing because it looked so bad. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like, (laughs) like, you you just like, (laughs) like I'm like, no, I don't like movies that have like the haunting of, and you're like, right, so the haunting of Hill House, you didn't. Anyway, thank you for calling me out of my shit. (laughs) She she keeps me, she keeps me honest.
1: Yeah, I do. (laughs)
0: Um. (laughs) But yeah, so, yeah, I mean, so would you recommend this movie?
1: I would not. not I, I think it's a very good story. I think they, had, they were handed a delightful opportunity that they failed on, they mm-hmm. being the filmmakers. And um, I can see why it went straight to Netflix, just because it's, it's just not strong enough. Uh, well, I think it was I, a Netflix
0: original. I don't think it was like Well, I
1: mean, I I'm sure they shopped around for oh, like before true. Netflix picked it up. Um especially
0: with such a big name like Chris Evans. Yeah.
1: And so I think that under different circumstances, the story is gold. It's a gold mine and it just was not done No. It wasn't done well. It was um
0: it's like using yeah. It's like using a paintbrush, like what you're saying. It's instead of using a pickaxe to uh, extract gold from the gold mine, you're using a paintbrush. Yeah, it's it's just not effective. Yeah, it's, it's not good.
1: It's not good. And um, <laughs> but I think the story is really, really, really top. I mean, it's a based on a true story, obviously, so it's that makes sense. But I I'm disappointed because of how good it could have been, but I would not recommend, I I think it got a little slow also near the end. I started getting pretty bored and, um, and I was pretty annoyed. Yeah. (laughs) So those two feelings together made it not, it was hard to get through it. And I, I, you know, yeah. I don't think I'd, I'd tell anybody to watch. Like I was texting with Mike near the end of it and I was sort of ranting to him about how (laughs) offensive it was that there's like, they could have said it, they right. could have said the movie in Pittsburgh for how much um, <laughs> cultural yeah. appreciation they showed toward Israel, or even Ethiopia and Sudan, oh, yeah. for that matter. Um, they could have said it anywhere, and I, so I was sort of ranting to him about how offensive it was. And I even told well, him, it's like,
0: like insensitive, too. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And the thoughtlessness of mm-hmm. the casting and how it was put together, and so I well, just, yeah. I,
0: and then, you know, the director doesn't even... Doesn't even say anything about the fact that you know about the white savior complex. Well, he he's can't. just like he can't. Well, no, he can't because he has like no, he has no, um, like what's that? Like gravitas or whatever. Like he has no. No, he not doesn't gravitas. have a leg
1: to stand on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he
0: does not have a leg to stand on because he knows that he's, he's, he's caught. Yeah, he's like I mean, yeah.
1: It's like saying, <laughs> "Could could you comment on the white savior?" And then his answer is. Look at all the Africans I cast.
0: <laughs> it's like, you know what it is? It's um, it's like listening to a politician answer a question. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, what are we going to do about the whatever crisis and the something? Well, we're going to do something about it. And let me tell you, that something that we're going to do is something that is going to be awesome. <laughs> yep, and exactly. it's going to be great, and we're going to do it, and it's going to be salt. San Dimas <laughs>
1: High School Football Rules. <laughs> what is that from? It's from Bill and Dad, oh. <laughs> where the Jack is giving the speech, and everybody's sort of like, there's like crickets, and then he says that, and everybody cheers, <laughs> yeah, and then they riff on that, and Billy Madison, he's like, nip high football
0: rules, nip high <laughs> Have you, have you, I mean, I know that you don't really watch Family Guy, but did you ever see the episode where um, Lois runs for office or whatever? I it, don't know, <laughs> if I have. I mean, I stopped watching that show because it got, ooh. but um there's, There's a show
1: that kind of offends me sometimes, the, oh, which big is because I love and I love I'm... South Park, but for some reason Family Guy doesn't do it right. Well, like because... South Park should be offensive, but it's not because they do it so smartly.
0: Well, like, and they're not like blatant sexist people. Yeah, and yeah. Family Guy
1: is like I feel like this is a tangent, but I feel like South Park does it. South Park is offensive. For social awareness. And Family Guy is offensive because Seth MacFarlane must be really angry. He
0: must hate women. Yeah. Like, That's honestly. That's all I can think of because well, the
1: spirit behind the jokes feels different.
0: No, I anyway. know. Well, no. Yeah, so, and so anyway, so she's running for office and she's like, I'm going to do this. And she's like, really like compelling and like interesting. And all these people are just like, what? I don't know. <laughs> like, and she's like in this, you know, she's doing a debate. So she's, there's this audience there. And then she goes. Nine eleven, and everyone's like,
1: yeah, 9-11! and
0: she's like, and so every okay, that's time, really good. Yeah, like, and so every time they um, ask a question, she she pauses and she goes, 9-11. It's <laughs> really people smart. are like, I actually, and then she like wins, I think, or something. I don't really know. I like her. that. Yeah, that good. was it. Was clever. So, but, would you,
1: oh, are we gonna? Say oh, that?
0: um, but um, shit, no, I can't remember. It's fine. Anyway. would you recommend
1: this movie? I would
0: not. If I was going to, if I, someone was like, oh, have you seen the Red Sea Diamond Resort? I would say I have seen it, but if you're going to watch a movie about a bunch of people who are rescuing um, Rwanda, or, you know, like an African group of people from persecution or genocide, I would watch Hotel Rwanda.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I would,
0: I would recommend that every time over this movie, because this movie was just... You know, it, I think it, it just left something to be desired. It trying left,
1: too hard, yeah, left something to be desired. And
0: yeah. whoever wrote it just didn't either did not care about the culture of these people, or did not care about reflecting the culture, or didn't care about. But it, either way, it's like we're supposed to care about this entire, entire group of people, but we know nothing about them. Mm-hmm. You know, and
1: it's heaviness for attention instead of heaviness to make a good movie. Yeah,
0: like. It's like what you said, like with you know, um, with if Steven Spielberg directed it the way he did Schindler's List, well, or Munich, Schindler's, yeah. yeah. I mean Schindler. Oh, I didn't even know he directed Munich, but, um, I, but you know, it, it was um, he he knows how to tell a compelling and interesting story,
1: and he well, I think also he and he's um, Jewish. I don't know anything about the director of
0: Gideon Raff. Uh,
1: okay, I don't know. He might be Jewish. I can't say whether or not, but I just think. If you're gonna make a movie honoring the Jewish culture, then you have to have a heart for the story that you're telling, and it didn't feel like he had a heart for the Ethiopian storyline.
0: No, no, I mean it was it, it was made and for I think cash. Steven
1: Spielberg has he definitely well, has he's a heart Jewish for it. Yeah. too.
0: You know, I mean, and you know, so he, mm-hmm. he he's Jewish. He, I'm sure, has maybe people in his family who at one point had you know, experience persecution or something, because he's, what, like, in his 60s or 70s now or something? Yeah. So he's he's an older guy, so he could have a grandfather or even parents that um, had went through the Holocaust, you know, that's totally possible, so...
1: Oh, it says Gideon Raph is an Israeli film oh. and television director, so that's really surprising. Oh, well, really that surprising. is really disappointing. Jeez, he was born in Jerusalem.
0: What is wrong? Gideon Raff, I'm calling you He went to school in here. Tel Aviv. So I don't. <laughs> Gideon Raff, what i are you doing? Really I, <laughs> yeah.
1: Listen, this whole time, I should have done my research because I probably would have ranted <sighs> even more. This whole time, I was thinking it was some like American. Some, yeah,
0: me too. Oh my
1: gosh. Ugh, this makes me, I wish I would have. God. such a mess. Ugh. And it's, It's really sad because I said Steven Spielberg could have done a better job. (laughs) And this guy is an Israeli film and television director. But But you know
0: what? You're not wrong. (laughs) That's the thing. I mean, he knows. You're not wrong. He lives.
1: He's from Israel. He speaks Hebrew. He could have been. Yeah. uh, You know what? (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I think that. Um this changes my perspective a little bit, makes mm-hmm. me a little bit more sad about the movie because yeah, I was You're I had a little angrier. I had a little bit of forgiveness because I thought it was just made by somebody who just like like it was like somebody going through film school who thought I'm going to make a harrowing movie. Yeah. And it just fell flat.
0: Well but and he probably lived like, during the time when this was happening. I mean, probably. That's even not that's like what it happened in the seventies and the eighties. Oh well the 80s. 79 to
1: yeah, 80s so... When
0: I think it so um actually I wonder if Hungry Like the Wolf was even out then when that happened. Uh,
1: we, <laughs> I mean, uh, we we spent so much time on the cultural mishaps, <laughs> we missed the musical mishaps. I don't know. Uh,
0: uh but um like, he probably lived through it. He probably... Well,
1: he might have been a kid. I don't know. But,
0: yeah. But however, he was still alive during that time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's like, you know, I mean... <laughs> you know... So, don't watch this movie. <laughs> just um, like, I'm done. I'm like, I don't even have anything else to say. I'm just like... I think if you... Uh, yeah. I'm done. <laughs>
1: if you want to watch a movie about displaced peoples, people getting rescued, Hotel Rwanda is awesome. It's fantastic. If you want to watch a good, like... What I called earlier a good like Jewish heritage movie, I think Munich is really good and Schindler's List is obviously really good. Yeah. Um, so there are plenty of options if you want to get that sort of story Yeah. and that... And the Red Sea see,
0: Resort, yeah. the Red Sea Diving Resort is not one of them.
1: Not one of them.
0: Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. I think we're done. Already.
1: I think we're done as well. Yeah. We've talked for a while. <laughs> we so got yeah. us fired up. This was. I knew this would be a long one because I was so. Fu- Le- this morning. When I'm glad that spinning, you didn't, didn't like it either. Yeah. I knew you
0: weren't going to though. Like I knew it. I was like. As I soon was as...
1: really excited when I read the synopsis. Yeah. I know you were. Because you gave me some. You gave me some
0: options. Uh-huh, and so I read I'm the dead. synopsis
1: of that one. And I thought I think I'd like this. And yeah. I was prepared to like it. Yeah. And I didn't. No. Yeah. So. No.
0: No. <laughs> no, <I don't>. anyway <laughs> whatever. so got
1: now it. we have to calm down from being fired up <laughs> yeah hey, uh,
0: time to go get some chocolate <laughs> all right well you guys can follow us on instagram we have facebook um and we actually have five stars on itunes so i'm a little excited about that yeah. we only have one rating but you guys can help us but out. If you like with what you hear, ratings, give us some stars. Yes, please give us lots of stars because we like them, and yeah. and um, you know, like you like us too. I would assume because mm-hmm. you're listening to us. So. And you
1: can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, mm-hmm. and yeah, I thought, I, and iTunes. And I thought you said Stitcher, but I've never looked us up on Stitcher. I've
0: never looked us up on Stitcher either. Or I think I did once, and then we weren't on there, so I never tried again. Don't try so, Stitcher. So don't try Stitcher. Just try SoundCloud, or you know, like or everyone Spotify. uses Spotify or iTunes. Or Spotify whichever.
1: is awesome. When Spotify yeah. first came out, I thought they should have given me money because I was going around telling strangers, <laughs> She
0: actually, have you discovered you, Spotify you yet? <laughs> no, you best. actually convinced me to get Spotify Premium, like legitimately. Yeah, it's the like, Because you kept going on and on about it, and you were like, oh, it's so great, it's so great. And I kind of used Pandora, but I didn't like Pandora because I want to choose what I want to listen to. Yeah. I don't
1: like that Pandora's mm-hmm. like... Do thumbs up and then we'll make a playlist for you. Yeah, I don't No, really I want to really. make my own yeah, playlist. Exactly, yeah. So I already know you, like, you legitimately,
0: like, convinced. Like, you yeah. should have gotten, like... And
1: there's no <laughs> podcast on Pandora, I don't think. No, there's not, so, no. so
0: There's no so books on tape. Pandora. There's
1: no language lessons. Mm-mm. Listen, mm-hmm. Spotify's not even paying us, but I'm, I recommend I 100 But we like 100%. Spotify, so... Yeah.
0: What if we could get Oh my an gosh, app Spotify? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that would be awesome. Anyway. So everybody... All right. Have a good day, evening, night, whatever. Morning. Any day. All right. Anytime. Make sure you rate us on iTunes. Right us. Bye. Bye.